it's exciting to be that brand or company that everybody loves. I mean, who wouldn't want that kind of star power, right? Who wouldn't want to be the next Walmart or Facebook or Nike where we can serve any and everybody, right? I mean, they say Facebook has over a billion users. Wouldn't we all love to be in that situation where millions of people are all excited about using our products or our services, right? Come on now, but hold on, slow down. That old saying, everything ain't for everybody, holds a lot of truth. Trying to be all things to everybody is the quickest way to burnout and not being effectively able to serve anybody. Trust me, I know. And if you are that brand, kudos to you. This episode is not for you, clearly, but you can still listen. There's always a business lesson in everything I do. When I first started my business in 1994, yes, I'm dating myself, I thought I had to serve everybody. The more people I serve, the more money I can make, right? Wrong. What it did was burn me out trying to be all things to all people when all people were not my audience. As I matured in business though, and I figured out what I wanted to do, I launched a company that I created for black women entrepreneurs because at the time I felt like there weren't enough quality spaces for us to thrive in. This was the late nineties. Well, I eventually succumbed to peer pressure and opened it up to all women because hey, all women are sisters and share a certain bond, right? At least that's what I was told. Then I opened it to everyone men and women, because hey, all entrepreneurs share common goals, right? I was so wrong. And while it increased my own popularity, it burned me out big time. So I had to get real with myself. If I wanted to find that what worked for me so I could preserve my mental and physical health and serve those who needed and wanted what I had to offer and still make money, I needed to get clear on my core audience. And let me tell you, I am so much happier for it. Being a serial entrepreneur, because, you know, I always have a few companies running at any given time, I had to learn how to take that and apply it to each of my businesses and make sure I was targeting the right people for each company. I don't want this episode to be judgy or lectury. I know that's not a word. Just swing with me for a minute, though. But I want you to understand how to both simplify and elevate your company and alleviate the stress. I want you to see where you're making things more complicated for yourself and figure out how to relieve or prevent burnout and, of course, make more money. But first, ask yourself two questions. Am I getting in front of the right people that are in line with what I do and who I serve? And how can I maximize my revenue with a more defined and possibly smaller target? Welcome back to another episode of Mogul Chicks Chat. I'm your host, Adrienne Graham. I'm the CEO and proud founder of Mogul Chicks LLC, and that's Chicks with an X. I am a serial entrepreneur and a self-made businesswoman who is a strategic business growth advisor, published author, mentor, 
and investor. We help female founders of color grow and scale profitable job creating companies and eventually get their company's investment ready. We also help groom them into dynamic leaders and CEOs and build legacy wealth in the process. Mogul Chicks is a mindset, a way of life, if you will, and a blueprint for female founders who want to build a legacy of wealth and a generational business empire. We provide strategic business growth solutions and a platform for resources, mentoring, networks, and education. Our mission is to take your company from flat to profit generating to job creating to investment ready. My personal mission is to help you build and run a better company, reimagine the way you do business, and build lasting wealth. Oh, and before I forget, be sure to tag at Mogul Chicks using the hashtag Mogul Chicks Chat on social media. Make sure you rate the show and leave a comment. It helps people find us. Share the love, share the love. Today's topic is focus and explode your growth. And I want to focus on how to determine your true target audience, the types of or levels of clients that you serve and how to serve who you're supposed to serve while still growing and scaling your company in a way that doesn't burn you out. And I know all about that. I know we can all agree that the ultimate goal is to build a company that fulfills the needs of clients, makes lots of money, and positions your brand and company as the go-to in that space. If you're in startup through maybe three to four years in, you'll have a little leeway in that. You're still trying to get your sea legs together, so to speak. But if you're in year five or later, you should already have defined your target and started moving your message and positioning to speak to them. So let's get into it. One, experiment early, but move quickly. I've known a lot of people who start off with sticking and moving through business. They try out a few markets and gratefully accept clients where and when they can. This is often in the early stages. And yes, at this stage, you have to take on clients to get the ball rolling and to test out your expertise and results. There's a lot of trial, trial and error in this stage, and that's okay. But you should be making notes and taking away valuable lessons during this period, like who you can and won't work with, what areas are in your wheelhouse that you don't mind doing, and adjusting your pricing accordingly. Now, I'm not going to get into pricing because that's a whole other podcast for another time. But at this stage, we tend to err on the side of cheaper rates until we get established. Um, Who said this is the blueprint to follow? Not me. You've invested a lot of time and energy into learning your craft. So the first way to filter out your not ideal clients is to price accordingly. Those who really need you will pay. Those who don't will spend your valuable time trying to negotiate and bargain you down. And you know we are not about that. So stand strong, girl. Know your worth and don't let others declare that for you. Once you do that, you are truly on your way to finding your target market. Number two, take the time to list maybe the top three things you want to deliver to your clients. Really think about this because many of us fall into that Jill of all trades thing when we end up not being a master of any. We're just creating work or a job for ourselves. I don't want to do everything. I don't want to offer everything. I have very specific talents and goals I want to help my clients accomplish. Narrow down your offerings and make sure you're testing repeatedly. What doesn't work can be eliminated or replaced or adjusted. There is always room to tweak things. 
And don't be afraid to get in the in the lab and adjust accordingly. I've done that many times. How many times have I posted back in the lab with a pen and a pad and tearing things down to the studs to rebuild? Yeah, you have to do that. I can't tell you how many times I've created a course or event or a service because I want it to be all things to my clients. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be a one-stop shop. Just make sure that you're equipped for that. Which leads me to my next point, number three. Start mapping out your ideal team to help you deliver results to your clients. Listen, having an assistant, maybe a marketing or social media person on your team is great, but they can't do what you do. More than likely, they can't. The answer is no, they can't do what you do. So why aren't you drafting up your ideal team to serve these ideal clients? I know you don't plan to be the cook, the cleaner, the baker, the candlestick maker, all in your business, so to speak. That's not what a CEO does or is supposed to be. Real strength comes from building a functional contributing team. For example, I know one of my strong suits is HR. I'm powerful in recruiting, but I don't want to do payroll and benefits. But I have clients who need the full HR experience. Do I turn them away because I only want to focus on recruiting? Hell no. I found people to add to my team who are strong in those areas I don't want to pursue myself or where I just don't have the skills. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no shame in admitting when you don't have the skills or that maybe there's people who have stronger skills than you. The bottom line is making sure that you build a team that is ideal for your clients. I mapped out what my team should look like. I broke down the specialties and I looked at what it would mean for my clients to have that one-stop shop without that one-stop shop being only me. When I tell you the freedom and clarity I experienced after doing that, look, I started attracting the right clients and I wasn't afraid to take on more work, nor did I turn anyone away simply because I would be overwhelmed or overworked. It worked for me so far. It better, it better continue to work for me. I should say that much. So start envisioning what a real team looks like for you and how much extra revenue you can potentially bring in by offering what your clients actually need and want. Stop leaving that money on the table. And number four, understand your primary, secondary, and tertiary clients. Now, I know some of you who are listening to this, this resonates with you. I've taught this to all of my clients and my students. Sometimes you can serve more than one target without overwhelming yourself or overloading your business. It is possible, and I'm proof of that. If you can master this early, great. But most times, it usually takes a while to get into, get into a groove and an understanding. Once again, I'll use myself as an example, and maybe this can give clarity on who Mogul Chick serves in the process. So mobile chicks target audiences. So we have three audiences. Now our core target audience is female founders of colors who have businesses that make $1 million or more in revenue annually, but don't have a formal company structure. And they want to remove themselves from the day-to-day or being the actual product for the business. There is such a thing. Their systems and processes could be replicated if they were confident enough to step back and delegate more. They may have one to three employees who may or may not be full-time, but they couldn't run the company long-term if the founder stepped away. So they're not really true employees. They're just more like support. HR is is starting to get real for them and they could step away from the business temporarily, but not for long. 
They need to become true CEOs. My second target. The secondary target audience is female founders of colors who color who are not yet at a million dollars in revenue, but they're gaining on it. They just don't know how to scale the business beyond just themselves. They've been killing it and may have a VA or some sort of freelancer working with them. But if something went wrong, such as being sick or a natural disaster that kept them out of the loop, the business would suffer without them. They call themselves CEOs, but they're not quite there yet. They're business owners. (laughs) That's actually what they are. And they work in the business and don't yet feel like they're ready to delegate or turn over the reins completely to a competent team. Or maybe they feel that the expertise that they have can't be replicated. That's where I come in to help them move up to number one. Anyway, my last target audience is my tertiary target audience or third target audience is women of color who want to become angel investors. They have disposable income and are ready to make bigger strategic moves with their money outside of traditional investing in real estate, but they don't know how. They may or may not be officially accredited investors, and they have a desire to not just make money, but invest in the next wave of solid entrepreneurs. So there you have it. I serve three target audiences with three distinct different styles of work and missions that we or goals that we're looking to accomplish while still staying true to the brand values and the mission of mobile checks again it wasn't always like that but over the years i've had to have some hard conversations with myself and decide how to move in this business world i wanted to make an impact so you know i knew that i was doing the right thing and knew that my impact was making an impact where it made sense if that makes sense at all And I think I've done a great job at it. I stepped out on my own. I put my ego on pause, which is really the bigger, the biggest thing and really zeroed in on the targets that made the most sense for me and the dollars. Let's not forget that. So those are my tips for honing in on your zone of genius to build a better, more profitable company while stepping into your role as a CEO. What are some of the stumbling blocks that you've encountered in narrowing your focus? Are you afraid you'll leave money on the table if you don't serve everyone? Leave your comments in the comment section and let's get the conversation started. I'm Adrienne Graham, CEO and founder of Mogul Chicks, and this has been another Mogul Chicks chat. I want to help you build a better, more profitable company by providing strategic growth solutions, resources, mentoring, training, and access to capital. Make sure you check out the other episodes. And if you like what you hear, share the love. Pass the link on to your friends. You can find this podcast on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Anchor, and of course, on the Mobile Chicks website. Make sure you subscribe. And if you subscribe and leave a comment on any or all of these channels, it helps other people find the podcast too. Sharing is caring. For more information about how we work with you to grow and scale your company, visit us online at mogulchicks.com. Send an email to contact at mogulchicks.com. Or you can connect with us all over social media at LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Pinterest, and everywhere else at mogulchicks. And that's mogulchicks with an X. And if you're not yet part of the Mogul Circle, if you're doing over a million dollars in revenue annually, or the Makers Club, if you're doing six figures in revenue annually, what are you waiting for? There's so much value in membership and the communities. 
Or if you prefer a good program or trying to move beyond startup phase, check out the Mogul Chicks Academy at mogulchicksacademy.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. Stay safe. Mogul Chicks are always a step ahead of the crowd and they're always closing deals. Remember, Mogul Chicks make mogul moves and power plays. Your move. Now go be profitable. Bye.